got a great edition of our podcast today with uh, head boys lacrosse coach Jason Reardon talking about the big Final Four game tonight. So stay tuned and thanks for listening. excited to get back on the on the line today today we have coach Reardon with us in a special edition for uh boys lacrosse playing in a big game tonight and uh we're, we're just happy to have you here coach what do you think I'm excited I'm excited thanks for having me so coach when we uh when we dive in here first tell us a little bit and we're going to get to the final four and talking about the kids but tell us a little bit about your coaching background your family I know I saw uh your wife and kids the other night at the playoff giving you a big hug and and the support you get. So tell us a little bit about that. All right. So, you know, I, I've been up here uh, coaching at North Paulding, you know, actually started with the youth program in 2011 when uh, the youth across um, started up here and then was fortunate enough to go ahead and be the first coach in 2013 at North. And I wouldn't be able to do any of that stuff in all honesty without the support of my, of my wife, Jesse and, and my kids, uh, Gavin and Amelia, um, you know, I think I picked it up from you. I think you, I think you saw it and, and, and definitely you echo it all the time. I used to come in after, uh, while you guys were doing your basketball practices and, and I watched how those, how you guys related with each other and see all the posts about your wife and kids and how important family is to you. And it's not just you, it's, it's, it's the whole staff. It's the whole community up here. And I wouldn't be able to do this if, if my wife, Jess, didn't support me a hundred percent because I know it's really tough. You know, we're putting in a lot of hours uh, for, for another part of our family, for other kids and, and other families. And, and, and without them, I wouldn't be able to do it. We wouldn't be able to be here. And it, it's, it's awesome when they come out, like my son, Gavin, he'll come in after the games and he'll, he'll, he'll give them the little speech, you know, and, and he's kind of reserved, but uh, I'll tell him kind of like, you know, go in there and, you know, I try to get them all hyped up. He, he doesn't really know what to do with it, but he can definitely go like, nice job, guys. And uh, the kids really respond to him. Coach Heddle's kids will come in. He's got two twin boys. And my daughter, again, she's more, she'll watch from the stands and hang with her friends and still tell me that, she, you know, she loves me and that uh, she's really excited. But I'll tell you, it was the first hug on the field after that centennial game that I've got from my wife out there in the middle of all the chaos. And it was, it, that was a big deal. I mean, not that, you know, it's the first time she's actually come onto the field and actually been a part of it a little bit more than just on the fence line. And that, that really was huge for me. So thanks for asking. That's, that's what, that's all, that's what it's all about. And I think uh, the more we can have work-life integration instead of separation, it's a, uh, it's huge, man. So it, tell us a little bit about the, the season so far. I know we got a big one tonight. We're going to get to that, but just go through the season just for a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, it actually started back in 2021. Um, we had a, actually 2020, 2020, we had a really strong senior class and ended up getting shut, cut short a little bit by the pandemic. Um, in 2021, we started off, we had a, a fairly tough schedule and we had all these new starters. Um, you know, we, we had graduated 13 seniors. All of them were, were, uh, Big time players the year before all of them got um, committed to playing college. Um, in 2021, 
We had all these new players. I had all these new roles. So what it did is it forced myself and our coaches to take a step back and say, all right, we got these new guys in new roles. How can we, how can, how can we work to their skills? It made us reassess as a coaching staff. Well, we had a really good season last year in 2021, got to the elite eight. That was the first time we've done that with a whole new group and guys at the beginning of the year had some doubts in their mind in terms of what kind of impact they could have based on that 2020 season. Well, the interesting thing is coming into 2020, um, the 2022 season, similar, similar stuff. We graduated eight seniors, all eight played. Um, we had some juniors not come back. So that impacted our depth a little bit. And again, starting in the fall, guys were unsure with how we were going to go, you know, and as coaches, as players, we, we, we kind of made it a point to say, Hey, 1% every day, you know, building off of what you guys already do up as the community. And we grind each day to get better. Right. Um, we're not worried about wins and losses. That stuff will take care of us that, of itself. We're going to put you in competitive environments and we're going to go ahead and we're going to foster that environment and, and, and we're going to compete. And, and what happened was, is, you know, we, we started off at the beginning of the year with a really big, big win, like a program defining win against Lassiter. Um, and we did it with, I mean, we got four, five, six, I think we got five seniors and, um, Lasseter is a is a established program. It was one state championships, and you know you they're, they're a tough out, and we were able to get those guys. And I think that was a jumping point for like, hey, you know what? Let's buy into what everybody's saying because we can do this. And we continued to build throughout the season. Had some good wins against some very good teams. We took on a Harrison team, which was was a stack talent wise as you could be. Uh, we took on a very good Hillgrove team that really comes out to play for us, play against us every year. We got our first uh, victory over Alatuna as a high school program at the varsity level. And, you know, our area championships always go through Alatuna. Uh, got great coaches, got great players over there, got a strong fan base, as do the others. Um, we had to beat an Etowah team that's, you know, we, we got the best of them uh, this past year. But up until this point, they've been pretty good. And, and usually come out on top against us. And, and we took on a Woodstock team that had 18 seniors. Uh, we, we got our area championship and we kept on building. Um, the only loss we had this year was a one point loss to Pope. And uh, Pope's one of those teams, quick story, Carl Pfaff over at Pope, ex outstanding coach and coaching staff. He was one of the first coaches to reach out to me when I became a varsity coach. And he didn't have to do that. They're an established program. They played big time lacrosse. And what he did was not only did he reach out, but we become friends. We, we, we use each other as a sounding board. And, and I use them as kind of a measuring stick. We, we want to battle and we want to take them out. We ended up losing by one, coming up a little short, but we played a really good game against them. That's the only loss we've had. And we've kept it rolling all year. So, and here we are, final four. Um, I'll tell you too, I named some big time games that we played, Harrison game. The community support, the staff support, the administrative support, the, the student support for that was next level. It created the environment that you watch in on the movies or, or you know, not to go old school, but back in a time where, where I was a little younger in the 80s and 90s, and there wasn't that much going on in people's lives after school, it, it reminded me of an old school high school environment where 
where everybody packed the stands and you just fed off the energy. Lots of positivity. The kids loved it. And that's, I think that really helped us propel us not only into these big wins, but also in the early part of the playoffs. You know, what, what's neat for me is to see when baseball had, you guys went to Elite Eight last year, you know, baseball got to the state championship. What, what I love to see is you guys were coming down the hill and supporting those guys during the playoffs. And now uh, here they are coming back and supporting you guys. So it's a really cool dynamic that uh, the community's got going. How about this group of kids? You know, we had them for breakfast this morning. They seem real connected. Uh, the culture is really good. How, what have you guys done this year to kind of build that or uh, even in the previous years? Well, see, I think that, you know, we talk about what makes, you know, individuals unique and different. And um, I feel that with this current group, you know, it builds off what we've done in the last few years. But the connectedness of this group, I mean, they, they honestly, like if one person goes to a Mexican restaurant, 30 go to a Mexican restaurant. Um, we watch a lot of tape. We build on those relationships. We watch a lot of film. We sit down with the guys and break bread. We have pizza. We, we, we get candy. We go bowling. Um, we celebrate birthdays. We ask about what they did over the weekend in the movies. And it's not just us doing it one way. The kids are reciprocating that. And it's, we're a young team with a handful of upperclassmen, but the level of connection that they've had with each other, you can tell they care about each other. And, um, and that's, that's pretty awesome to see. There is no clicks or not any that we see. Um, there is like, there's an actual excitedness for everybody getting in. There's an excitedness for everybody to talk to each other. It's not a competitive environment in terms of a jealousy environment in which this guy's playing, but I'm not. There is a let's support each other. And when we get our turn, starters or otherwise, let's go all in on each other. We, we're constantly pouring in. And um, that, that comes from it comes from a lot of things. It, it comes from getting a little older as a coaching staff. Now you can see I, I've grown the playoff beard, got a little bit of gray in there, uh, you know. But it also comes from <clears throat> some of the books we've covered as a staff, um, some of the experiences, some of, you know, I'm not smarter, but I think I'm wiser, made some mistakes in the past. Uh, even as a program as a whole, all the way down to the youth program, we've started instituting things like handshake protocols, concepts of, of respecting the people that are volunteering their time and vice versa, respecting the, the kids that are going in and and taking time out of their day to, to really put in on, on, on this game of lacrosse. Like uh, this connectivity is not just at the high school. I really feel like we've been able to build it all the way down to the kindergarten program. And hopefully it continues to feed into this machine. It's, it's interesting, we're going to the final four, but it's not our team that's going to the final four. You're going to the final four, the baseball team. I mean, we've had a playoff win last year and our guys, as soon as we broke it down, we had to write down the hill because our day wasn't done. There was still another win to get. There was still another part of our family to support. I get U11 coaches texting me all the time because I'm part of that program. We got kindergarten guys. I mean, your wife's um, classroom created pictures for these kids when they had breakfast that you served them. Like there's, there's just so many components. There's layers to this. But, it, but the environment is like 
right now the environment is is the culture is fantastic and i can't put my finger on one part but the kids have bought in the families have bought in and the community has surrounded them in a way that makes it super positive and easy to cultivate and that's so good i think so many times we kind of look at like the youth leagues when they get a chance to go shake hands with the the kids as they're changing fields or you know, whatever the situation may be, it just goes a long way with those kids and makes an impact that continues and continues. And you see all the, the youth kids coming out to the lacrosse games and it's just a really cool environment. So I, kudos to you guys for, for building that culture. Uh, take us through a couple, I know you can't name all of them, but some, some fantastic players or leaders on your team. Okay, all right. Um, well, in fairness, we've identified so before there was there was a time where you know a lot of us look at leadership as being the guys that are vocal uh in the locker room or on game day that can rally the guys and really tell them what's going on and we have some of those guys um and we have a lot of leaders that go ahead by and they lead by example um you know off the top we have we had two captains at the beginning of the year and we just named a third one here going in the playoffs um, our, our most vocal captain and communicator was, uh, is, is Garrett Creasy. Garrett Creasy is a quarterback for the football team. Um, he really embraces the, the idea of, of leadership. I mean, he's, he's a vocal guy. He, he, uh, he, he can let them know when they need to be checked. And at the same time, he's also incredibly positive, just great leader. Uh, we have a guy, um, um, an attackman, Grant Sanders. He was county player of the year. Second team all state attackman. He's got over 100 points for us this year. He's more of a, he's a team guy. Like he leads by example on the field, but, but what he wants is he wants to celebrate the other guys. Like, yeah, he'll take all of his reps and do this, but he's, he's uber unselfish, uh, which makes him special. And then we got uh, a third captain. His name is uh, Javier Gonzalez. Now Javier has an interesting story. He play, he's played other sports, and he's had his ups and downs in other sports. But what he's done for the lacrosse team and his all-in mentality is that, I mean, he's really turned it on knowing that this is his last season in high school. He's also, um, you know, he got injured. And we, the, the, the way the bench works in, in lacrosse is there's guys going in and out all the time. And there's a lot to it. He got injured when our, on a, a two games when our bench coach wasn't able to be here. And he stepped up as if he was the adult in the room. And it can be a challenging area to be a bench coach. And it can be frustrational. And what he did was he took absolute command. And he showed the IQ that he has developed as a lacrosse player through film and conversations. I mean, he's watched endless amounts of film as of the other guys. And he really showed out for us, did a great job. And then we got, I mean, I mean, the, the teammates, like there is no trying to keep people down. Like, like we got a kid, Braden Hiddle, who is a senior. His dad's a, one of our coaches and it's not easy being a coach's kid. And he's one of those guys that no matter what wants to see his teammates succeed. Um, and even if you get on him and about a bad play, it's, it's really interesting to watch 
the, the, the water off a duck's back and his ability to go ahead and make the next play. I mean, that really symbolizes what we are about as a kid like him. Um, I mean, we've had a kid, a, a guy, Caleb Rivera, he had his third ACL in four years. So he still got him in college. He's still committed. He's not a player on our team, but he still comes back as a face-off guy to, to help our face-off guys. Um, he's still there on the sidelines on game day to contribute as a senior, even though I know it tears him up inside to watch these guys and him not be able to be out there. Uh, Michael Dampier in the goal. He's kind of our, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say comic relief because that wouldn't be the right way to put it, but he's like, he keeps us really balanced. Does a fantastic job for us as well. And then we have another guy, Cam Chanel, another senior. Cam doesn't play lacrosse up until last year. Okay. And the thing about Cam, Cam is our attitude. And I mean that, and he is probably the most positive young man. And he's not getting a lot of playing time. But he is another guy that shows an example. When, when we're up, he's in, and the kid's rallying around Cam. Like, but when he's, he's on that sideline for a guy that hasn't played a lot of lacrosse, he's understanding it. He's watched the film. He's keeping us uplifted and positive. And I could go right down the list to, to the Goodmans as the only junior, to all the sophomores that have been crushing it. We had an All-American in Cade McNeil. Uh, we got an All-American midfielder as a sophomore. That's a difference maker. You don't get those very often. And we got him for at least the next two years. We got great guys on the defensive side. We got great guys on the offensive side that are all buying in. So, I mean, it's a long-winded way of saying, yes, we have leaders. But as, as there's layers to this, from the guy at the top that's the most vocal to the guy at the bottom, the buy-in to the culture, at, in any given moment, every one of these guys have shown or have the ability to show leadership. So, and that's what makes the team different. And that's why we're going to the final four. It's not about me. It's not about my coaches. We put them in the environment to compete. It's about the leadership the buy-in and the culture that these kids have, 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 have embraced that that's why we're in the final four. So thanks Love for it, asking. No, I'm ready. Seven 30. I'm ready. The final question here to put a bow on it. Uh, big crowd coming tonight, obviously to Walton final four. What can we expect tonight? We'll be prepared. Uh, I made a promise to the, the kids our coaching staff has made a promise to the, the kids. There might be teams that have more talent or better athletes or whatever they might have. But our, our promise to the kids is there'll be nobody as prepared as North Pole, number one. And number two, because we're prepared, there'll be nobody as confident as North Pole because confidence comes from preparation. And number three, we will compete. We don't worry about the wins and losses. Whatever happens on the scoreboard will take care of itself. Being prepared, being confident, and competing every play, that will dictate what happens on that scoreboard. And I couldn't be more thankful for the community and its rallying around us. I look forward to what could be a hostile environment in Walton. I look for, for us to go ahead and bring our own in an effort to potentially neutralize and uplift what we're going to be trying to do on that field tonight. 
Uh, I hope everybody gets a show. I hope that they they see the value in what we're trying to do as a team as a team. And um, if, if we come out the way we can come out and, and compete the way we can compete, uh, I hope to see a lot of success. Awesome, man. Awesome. We can't thank you enough for being on here today, taking time out of your busy day, teaching full time, preparing, uh, burning the candle at both ends, not sleeping a lot. Uh, but I know it's all going to be worth it. So, man, thank you for everything, and your program means the world to us. And can't wait to see you tonight. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. And I want to throw out a quick happy birthday uh, to my wife today, and she'll be celebrating in the stands tonight. No other place you'd rather be. So let's, let's go. Get it. Let's go. Yes, sir. Final four tonight, everybody. 7.30, get there early. Walton High School. Thanks again, Coach, for jumping on. Thank you for having me. appreciate it.